Welcome to Betrayal Trauma Recovery, BTR.org. I'm Anne. I'm sure you remember what it was like when you were searching for help, maybe for your husband, hoping to find the right program or therapist. That's why I started podcasting. I supported my husband through seven years of pornography addiction recovery, and not one therapist during that time told me I was experiencing emotional and psychological abuse and sexual coercion. I didn't want any other woman on the planet to be in the dark. If you're like the majority of my listeners, you're experiencing the type of abuse that's invisible and difficult to wrap your head around. Your husband is using porn or having affairs or lying to you, and you're getting the same bad advice about how to improve communication or your relationship. If you need support from women who totally understand, check out our daily group session schedule at btr.org group. We'd love to see you in a session today. One simple anonymous way to help spread the word is to click, follow, or subscribe to the Betrayal Trauma Recovery Podcast on your favorite podcasting app. While you're there, every five-star rating helps make this podcast more visible and will help save other women from getting the wrong kind of help, like a couple program that will make this type of abuse worse. For those of you who follow or subscribe to this podcast, thank you so much. Your support means so much to me. Here's a five-star review we received on Apple Podcasts. It says, thank you, Anne. I'm so thankful for these podcasts and hearing Anne's story, which is exactly what I'm going through with my husband and his years of porn addiction, gaslighting, and screaming in my face. I just got done listening to the podcast, Is He Really in Recovery? It spoke right to my heart and validated my instincts. My husband isn't doing any of the recovery work. I ordered the book, Why Does He Do That? by Lundy Bancroft and love the checklist she read on what real recovery looks like. I know God led me to BTR and all your excellent resources. Thank you for what you do and for all of us women suffering. You've empowered us and given us hope for a better life ahead. Thank you so much. I appreciate your support by way of leaving a review. It means a lot to me personally, and it also helps isolated women find us. So thank you. Before we continue the conversation with Hillaby, a while back I did a Facebook Live with Sarah McDougall about how more sex does not help a man stop using pornography. Uh, Sarah and I do some Facebook Lives sometimes together. She's a really good friend. And on that Facebook Live, we mentioned the phrase, it takes two to tango. A lot of people say that. And Sarah said, yeah, but the tango is a beautiful dance. And then I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. It only takes one person to destroy the tango. It doesn't matter how good of a dancer you are. You could be the best dancer in the world. You could be perfect. And if your partner is kicking you and punching you in the face and pulling you off, your tango would be destroyed. It does not matter how perfect you are. It's really interesting. Nobody ever says it takes two to commit a crime. No one ever says it takes two to flunk out of college or it takes two to bully. No one ever says it takes two to gain a hundred pounds. The saying is it takes two to tango, which is a beautiful dance. So if anyone ever says that to you, well, it takes two to tango, you can say, well, it takes one to destroy the tango. It only takes one person to destroy a marriage. It only takes one person to argue if they're lying or they're gaslighting and they're not telling the truth. If the other person is genuinely just confused and trying to understand and seeking truth and safety, and the other person is deceiving them on purpose or purposefully trying to hide their pornography use, 
It only takes one. So yes, it's true, people. It does take two to tango, but it only takes one to destroy the tango. One more thing before I finish my conversation with Hillavy. A member of our community decided to write one of the therapists that really harmed her. And she sent me this letter and she wanted me to read it. And I think it's really good. So I'm going to read it here. She actually sent this to the therapist and was like, hey, look, I'm going to change the names and alter it just a tiny bit to protect her anonymity. She says, hi, therapist. You may not remember me, which is perfectly understandable because I can only imagine the hundreds of people you counsel in any given year. My ex-husband and I met with you in a counseling session nearly three years ago. I caught him viewing porn and was very concerned and distraught. During our meeting, viewing porn was the only thing he admitted to. However, in the weeks and months that followed, in a progression confession fashion, he admitted to not only viewing porn on a regular basis during our 31-year marriage, but also having intercourse with multiple women strippers in men's bathrooms, in bars, and in our bedroom in all of the homes we lived in. Your advice to us was completely inappropriate. And then she's made some bullet points here. You told me that my husband viewing porn was not an indication or precursor of infidelity or porn or sex addiction. You were wrong. You told me that men compartmentalize and just because a husband watches porn doesn't mean he doesn't love me or isn't attracted to me or doesn't honor the vows or sanctity of marriage. You were wrong. You advised my ex-husband to follow through with his plans to go on a golf trip with his buddies over the weekend. You said it would be good for him to get away. I later learned that some of his most disgusting behaviors happened on these golf outings. You told me while my ex-husband was on this golf trip that I should use the time to relax. You said I should have a glass of wine and engage in something that gives me enjoyment, like taking a bubble bath or going for a bike ride. You were wrong. With the discoveries I learned during that weekend... I was an emotional wreck. I should not have been alone at this time. Drinking alcohol only intensified my distressed emotional state. And at one point over the weekend, I considered suicide to end my pain. Thank goodness I could not leave my two adult children behind without having a trustworthy parent. After meeting with you, my ex-husband came away feeling happy and smiling. I came away from our session in tears. I felt that you did not validate or empathize with my overwhelming sadness. I felt that you thought I was just a crazy old-fashioned lady who was not hip enough to accept porn as acceptable. Fast forward. Between the time we met with you and six months later, I was treated by my GYN for various conditions related to his sexual promiscuity. We officially divorced. A year later, my ex-husband was confronted about his browsing history on a porn site using work devices. This was obviously a serious violation of work rules. In order to avoid formal charges and embarrassing investigation, the subsequent findings being placed in his personnel file and the possibility of disciplinary action, including termination, he resigned immediately and no longer works for his employer. Later, I had an emotional and physical breakdown of everything I went through. This was my bottom. I healed physically, but I have not healed emotionally yet. A year after that, I discovered a podcast called Betrayal Trauma Recovery. For the first time, I felt understood and validated. This led me to sign up for group sessions with BTR coaches. I am now on the path to healing. My 27-year-old adult daughter describes her current relationship with her father as barely tolerable. My 30-year-old son has probably been the most affected of all of us. My daughter and I worry about what this family breakup has done to his health, well-being, and future. Recently, a national company produced a song that I wrote about our family breakup. 
If you want to watch the video of my song, go to YouTube and search for Confession to My Children, Muggsy Reynolds. From now on, I only recommend betrayal trauma recovery for women going through this experience so they can receive safe support. I hope you receive this letter in the spirit it was intended. As a porn widow, I feel an obligation to urge you to please stop counseling your clients that porn for husbands is okay. It's not. The biggest killer of a healthy, stable family is porn. Porn was the root cause of our family breakup. My children and I are permanently damaged. Our lives and our relationships with each other and their father and my ex-husband will never be restored. Thank you for taking the time to read my letter. I wish you all the best in the future. Thank you, member of our community, for sharing that letter. Hopefully it will help her understand that she was not using the right model to address concerns. She was using a codependent model where both people have a part to play instead of using the abuse model that we use here at Betrayal Trauma Recovery. Women are brave to share this. The cool thing is as we get stronger, it's not as scary to think about how they might react or what they might think of us as we share our truth with people in our communities and our churches. I actually did the same thing with the guardian ad litem after my case that went so badly. I said, hey, look, these are all the lies that you believed and these are all the ways that your decision affected my children in very real and damaging ways. Unfortunately, I don't think that that will help him change. I think he just thought, wow, she really is crazy. That's the hard thing about the situation that we're in. It's almost like the stronger we get and the more clear we are about what's happening, people who do not want to hear it or do not want to see it just think of us as combative rather than as standing for truth. So thank you for standing for truth with me. Thank you for your bravery and your courage and your support. It really means a lot. Okay, so if you didn't listen to the last two weeks of my conversation with Hillavy, we have just a few more minutes of that conversation that we're going to jump into right now. What I would like men to understand is that your refusal to repent is continuing to harm your wife and children or your ex-wife and your children. Adultery is mentioned 52 times in the Bible, not including the Ten Commandments. The only sins that are spoken of more than adultery are pride, self-righteousness, murder, and placing other gods in front of the one true God. That's it. Adultery is right there on those top four. And interestingly enough, putting the God of self or idolatry is what leads to adultery. And self-righteousness or pride also leads to adultery. For some reason, there are writers out there in the recovery for men area that seem to think that the problems will be solved, you know, if the guy just holds up that I still need sex, sex is a need. And they've just made an idol out of sex and they don't get it. (laughs) and there's self-righteousness. I'm going to be sexually successful. I think you and I both know who I'm talking about with that. It's about humbling yourself because everything else that you do is sheer torture to your wife, to your family, and to those who love you enough to tell you the truth. Real quick before a response, there are a lot of so-called betrayal trauma therapists or coaches or groups out there 
but they don't approach pornography use or infidelity as an abuse issue, or they try to quote-unquote treat both the abuser and the victim in the same setting, which is unethical. So if you hear something in this episode you relate to, check out the group session schedule at btr.org group. We'd love to see you in a group session today. Now back to our conversation. Here's a five-star review we received on Amazon. It's called The Simple Truth. Sometimes the trauma of abuse is so hidden and directed at ourselves, we have no clue we are in something so heinous and wrong. The confusion, the self-blame, and that's where they would love to keep you. This book, as simple as it is, is the real deal. Thank you so much. Every single one of your ratings helps bump Trauma Mama, Husband Drama, up in that Amazon algorithm. And even if they don't purchase the book, they find this podcast, which is free to everyone. And now back to our discussion. Their actions are torturing their wife and children or their ex-wife and their children. And another word that I like in this sense is women are being haunted by the decisions of the men in their lives. And they cannot escape the negative consequences of that abuse on a long-term basis. They're trying to, they're doing the best they can, but the consequences for women in this situation are pretty dire. We do our best to combat it and to live, you know, a peaceful life on our own. But like, this is why God made these commandments in the first place, because the consequences are really, really bad to the victims. And I don't think that the abusers feel the consequences that much. And if they did, they'd probably stop. But because the consequences to them aren't really that big of a deal, you know, why is she so freaked out about it? What's her deal? And you hit the nail on the head. The, the initial conversation I remember I was having with Derry at the very beginning, it was just sex. I just wanted different sex. It's no big deal. It was just sex. Now, this is coming from a guy who's been in church and on a worship team and knows all those commandments and knows what the Word of God has to say about sexual purity. But for him, that was how he dismissed it. It was like sex was nothing and it had no consequences on my heart. And the idea of two becoming one, that intimate weaving of our flesh, of our spirits, of our minds, it was like that was all out the window. And at some point, his heart was so hardened that he could look me in the eyes and say, but it was just sex. Wow. Hillary, it has been amazing to spend this time with you. And like you said, just talking to my friend who we've been friends from afar, but definitely kindred spirits, which is why I use the name Anne Blythe. So thank you so much for coming on these episodes. Thank you so much for asking me to be here and be a part of this wonderful ministry that you have. If this podcast is helpful to you, please help us reach other women by following or subscribing and giving us a five-star rating. Thank you for helping other women find us. If you've already purchased a copy of my book, Trauma Mama, Husband Drama, please circle back and give it a five-star rating. A lot of women are searching for books about betrayal trauma on Amazon, and rating Trauma Mama will help them find this podcast, which is free to everyone. Your donations keep this podcast going. Go to our website, btr.org, scroll to the bottom, click on Support the BTR Podcast. And until next week, Stay safe out there.